0: Welcome to the Seven Figure Summit podcast. I'm Scott Bywater, the founder and CEO of Copywriting That Sells. We help entrepreneurs leverage their email list, websites, funnels, and ads to get high quality leads via strategic copy written in your brand's voice. Just go to copywritingthatsells.com.au to see some of our success stories. Also, don't forget the Seven Figure Summit is always looking for guests. Simply visit podcast.copywritingthatsells.com.au to apply. Welcome everyone to the Seven Figure Summit and today I've got an incredibly exciting guest is uh, a lady by the name of Samantha Kozuch. Uh, is, did I pronounce that right Samantha? You sure did, you nailed uh, it. I did, I did, I, amazing. <laughs> so, and she's from Manuscripting.com and she's developed a, quite an incredible, an incredible system and really bu- used it to build her business up to being a seven-figure, um, yeah, seven-figure business. So Samantha, I guess my first question for you is, when you were, you know, when you were, I guess, at the bottom of the mountain, if we look at, if we're imagining like a summit, what was, what was that like for you?
1: Well, it's really interesting because when I was just first getting started, I had dove into this business having this desire to help women with this journal. I launched it during the pandemic and it was something that, uh, so this was like three years ago. And when I started, it was out of knowing that, okay, I have, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 people in my community that already I know, need this. That means there must be more people that need this. So, when I started, it came from a place, it was an accident. This was a product that was never a goal, a plan, or anything. It was one day I was like, oh my gosh, this has to be a product. And I just took action so quickly that there wasn't a lot of like standing at the bottom of the mountain and looking up because I just dove in and just started heading, scaling that mountain really, really quickly. So basically kind of to answer your question is, is just, I kind of like just put blinders on and I knew the mission and I just took every single thing that I had to do, like one step at a time, not looking too far ahead because that can seem very overwhelming and scary, right? Like using the analogy of a mountain right now, like it can look scary to like try to get to the top, right? But really just focusing on the next step. And figuring that out and learning it and and that's how
0: I just kind of got to the top. <laughs> to <be> yes, <laughs> that's a, that's great. And <laughs> and and I'm sort of I'm sort of seeing that more and more as I as I interview people is that like it's the and some of the research I've done also on like like the long term strategic planning from universities and that sort of thing shows it's it's actually not that not that effective. Uh, because we just live in such an unpredictable world, right? How important is that fast action to this entire, for you, how important was it just to be taking fast action and moving swiftly to, to that journey?
1: Oh, it was, it was, I had to, I had to, if I stayed too long in a situation of just thinking and wondering, and oh, maybe I'll do that, or maybe I'll test this, or maybe I'll first read the book, watch the movies, do this before I execute on something, the company wouldn't be where it is today. Like we grew to that se- seven-figure mark very, very quickly without being like a you know overnight viral sensation on social media or anything like that. Like, like we we really put in the work to to grow this company within two years, we hit that and it it, it, taking that fast action, you have to, and I'm a person that also, I really work with my intuition and my gut feeling. And I have learned to take action on that in business, not from like a la la land perspective, but like, truly it's like, Oh, this feels good. Like we need to go do this. If there's something I'm hesitant on, I might get, you know, ask somebody for help or something like that. But taking that massive action, when you do that, you don't have time to be scared. You don't have time to be fearful. You don't have to. You don't have time to think about the what ifs that usually paralyze people and hold them back.
0: Yes, no, ab- ab- absolutely. And and can you give me an indication of like the the like what was the the first steps? Like you obviously had the idea, right? Uh, so so from having the idea and those initial steps to kick it off, can you sort of dive into some of the the specific things that you that you did?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So first thing was, was me just kind of talking about something, the, the topic of like helping you change your life, it was, it's a morning routine, morning journaling, it's like journal prompts, that kind of thing. So first was me just talking about it from a sense of not trying to sell something, but just talking about it. Then it was people were interested in learning more, from there, before I even manufactured a sample, I asked I asked my community, and hey, I'm looking for 20 women to come test beta test this method with me, completely free of charge. All I need you to do, and you need to do this with me for 30 days. And all I ask is that you show up on a weekly call on a, on a Sunday morning for 30 minutes and just give me your feedback. Give me your feedback. Is it working? Does it suck? This, that, whatever. And so I had 20 women very eagerly join And every single week I was getting that positive feedback of it works, it works. Oh my gosh, this happened and this happened and this happened. And immediately as soon as that happened, I'm like, wow, we definitely have something here. And from there, that moment I jumped into getting, finding a manufacturer and getting a sample made of the journal, which then led to production. So really just quickly getting some positive feedback that yes, there's a need, yes, this works. And that's all I needed
0: to get started. Yes. Yes. And did you, did you have, was there like, how did you find the gap in the market? Cause obviously there must be something quite unique about this journal that isn't in other journals. Like how did you come across that, that gap in the market?
1: You know, what's interesting is, I mean, there are so many journals out there, right? But the one thing I think what makes the Manuscripting Journal unique from other big brands is, one, everyone knows exactly who the founder is. Most journal companies, you probably can't tell from social media or their website who's behind that actual journal, which is okay. But the one thing that I bring to this product is we have a community. And when I went through my life transformation, when I hit my quote unquote rock bottom, which Initially kicked off me doing this for myself eight years ago and you know, three years ago is when I started the journal. But I I was alone and I didn't want my customer to feel alone in this journey, even though the book is helpful, of course, but there's so much more that comes with changing your life. So many questions, so much fear, so much doubt, so much this, so much that. So the one thing that makes us different from any other journal company out there is that you literally come into a community. I teach free masterclasses there, there's support, there's, we, I host retreats every single year. We're planning our big first in-person events this year. So I think people knowing who the founder is, the founder's story, why this product exists, and then them being able to actually tap into a community and feel like they are a part of something. Like I haven't included my community what are the next color of the covers of the journals? What things do you like in the journal? What things should we take out? What should our next product be? Like my customers feel like they are part of something. And I think that as a whole is what differentiates us from any other journal out there right now.
0: Yes, yeah, no, absolutely. It's very much around sort of Simon next start with why methodology is mm-hmm. people really connect with why you're why you're doing it. And and can you touch on a little bit about what like why did you do it? Can you sort of elaborate elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, why I started this journal.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. Like the deeper sort of reason and the story behind it.
1: Yeah. So the actual method itself, I created for myself about eight years ago because I was I was in my mid-20s and I was I went to college, but I was supposed to go to med school my senior year. Even though I had worked for like four, five, six years towards this grand plan of going to med school, I, in that moment and that year, felt, shoot, this isn't for me anymore. And I don't know what else to do, but I know this isn't for me. And it was a very scary decision to make because at that point, it's like everyone's looking at you like, you're not going to med school. You're crazy. Like, what are you going to go do? And I'm like, I don't know. But I dove into entrepreneurship uh, because I had a few different skills like social media had just started. So I was like an influencer before influencers were a thing. So I went down the fitness route. Um, I was modeling. I was acting. I was doing all these different things that I was like good at and had fun with. But slowly along the line, shit just started happening in my life where I ended up just ignoring a ton of red flags. And I found myself one night getting arrested. And it was over something really stupid, but it was like my rock bottom wake up call. Because even though everything from the outside looked great, everything internally from my desires of what I wanted to do with my life and just how I wanted to better my relationships or take better care of myself and all these different things. It was, it was just so wild and chaotic that the universe had to literally do something to me, for me to wake up and snap out of it. And it's like, Hey, let's get your life back on track to where you actually wanna go. So after that happened, that led me to then start asking myself better questions. I watched a movie called The Secret. I started just like looking into journaling and this was during a time where, you know, you only had basically kind of like Tony Robbins and Oprah. Like you didn't have all the stuff we have now, which is so amazing on social media with all the mindset stuff and the life coaches and the mastermind, That, that stuff didn't exist back then. So I spent a lot of time reading different books, going on YouTube, finding like some mindset self-development work, which was still, it was just like not super popular yet like it is today. And I started just getting super clear on what it is that I wanted. And then from there, I just started doing that every single day. Like every single day I would write down what i wanted my life to look like what i wanted my friendships to look like my bank account like where i wanted to live all these things that i want to do slowly i started taking action on that so i moved to a different state for where i wanted to pursue my career and all those sorts of things so i was doing this for about six seven years and then i just thought everyone did that i really did truly believe that and then when the pandemic hit and i was a business coach at the time The pandemic hit. You know, everyone's panicking. We all have no idea what's going on in the world. People are losing jobs, income, shutdowns, all these different things. And I personally just started sharing, "Hey guys, like this is my morning routine. Like this is how I get my mindset positive every single day. Like this is what I journal about. This is how I stay focused on my goals." I I literally just shared all of the things that I've been doing for so long, just as a tool. And then from there, when people were like, "Oh my gosh." do you have more journal prompts like that? Where can I get that download? You know, you know, all these. And I'm like, entrepreneur in me is like, oh my God, I have something here. Like this isn't just a download. Like this needs to be a book. And then from there, that's, you know, where where we took off from. So that's that's the background of how the Marriage Keeping Journal was born.
0: Yeah, wow. What an amazing, amazing story. And uh, and, and in terms of the, the specifics, like in terms of, sort of like when you started promoting it, like you were sharing and then obviously now you've got back-end products, I imagine on the back-end with all of your, you know, re- everything from retreats and masterminds and all of that sort of thing. How did that take place? Like did you start sharing, you saw there was something there and then did you build all the sales funnels in the background and that sort of thing uh, or was it more like an organic process or yeah, what, what happened there?
1: Yeah. Everything that I have introduced to my community, sales-wise, whether it's a product or an event, I always started it with asking them first. And it could just be like, hey, should we host some sort of in-person retreat? And at the time, even three years ago, when I first started doing retreats, I loved going to Sedona. I still do. And that was one of the options, like just giving the girls options on like, hey, do you want to go do this? hey, how would you ladies think if we introduced these uh, self-development candles, you know, ones for like money and love and abundance. I always ask my community first. And if there is enough yeses to it, then that's when I go down the route of creating, you know, the sales page, all all of that sort of stuff. But I've never released a product or service or offering without getting confirmation that they need it first. For example, yesterday, we are uh, closing down one of our small, tiny warehouses here in Austin. Cause we now have uh, warehouses all over the country. And this is like one that we just, we don't ship out of. It was just literally holding old inventory. And I was there and I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to get this stuff out. Like now, what can I do? I literally went live on Instagram stories and live inside my community. And I asked my ladies, I was like, hey girls, would you guys be into if we just made a mystery box? full of products. It's going to be valued at $200. How much would you pay for it? And slowly, but like would I gave them options, like 50, a hundred, a hundred or 75, 150, something like that. And I let that just sit for an hour while I'm at the warehouse. And within that hour, there was like multiple comments saying, yes, I'd pay 50 bucks. Yes. I'd pay a hundred. Yes. I'd pay this. Yes. I'd pay that. And I'm like, done. I'm like, we're we're building out these boxes. So I spent a few hours there. And this isn't my typical day-to-day activities. It's just, you know, you just got to do what you got to do as an entrepreneur and founder sometimes. And I sat there and I made up a ton of mystery boxes, okay, for, for like three, four hours. I just made up a ton of mystery boxes to liquidate our old products. And then I went back into the community. I made a quick product listing on Shopify and replied to every single comment, done, here's the link, go order, done, here's the link, go order. Within four hours, we sold out of every single mystery box, just like that. And it's just one of those things where not everything needs some sort of big, long drawn out hype or advertising dollars or big long lengthy sales page, right? You can go that route, but sometimes it's just get the community excited see what they want, match their need, launch it, and you're done. Like we already shipped all those packages out. This was yesterday. Packages are already shipped and out today. Like warehouse is almost emptied out and cleared out now and customers are happy. They got it at a great price point. We're excited because we're like, perfect. That just made our job so easy. And yeah, so we've played around with so many different ways, but I've just learned that no matter what. Getting the customer involved somehow to get them like hooked or excited and feel like they're a part of something—that's been the key to success.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's um, that's that's awesome. And th- there's a few things I've taken away from from today's session. One is, yeah, the importance of speed uh, in everything that you did and i think the other one is the the importance of asking asking those questions which is so critical and the fact that you don't yeah it doesn't always need that long drawn out sales process sometimes if you've got a hungry what did gary halbert say if you've got a hungry crowd that is the number one number one thing and then um yeah that that supersedes everything so yeah, yeah so th- thank you so much for your time today samantha i just just um if if someone's listened to this and they want to reach out to you and get in touch with you, maybe find out more about your journal and what you've got to offer, how how can they how can they do that?
1: Yeah, honestly, my personal Instagram account, it's Instagram.com slash Samantha Kazooch, just my full name, is the best place. DM me, comment on something. I share everything there from like behind the scenes in business, e-commerce tips um, lifestyle or all, all sorts of things. Um, so that's the best place to connect. And also if you're interested in the journal, check out the manuscripting journal, um, on Instagram, TikTok or manuscripting.com,
0: the website. Excellent. Excellent. So it's instagram.com forward slash Samantha, um, Kozuch and, yep. uh, is where, is where you need to do where you need to go. So yeah, thanks so much, uh, Samantha. And it's been uh, a really insightful conversation today.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Scott. Scott Bywin here, and thank you for listening to the 7 Figure Summit podcast. If you're a successful seven-figure entrepreneur who'd like to share your journey on this podcast, please visit podcast.copywritingthatsells.com.au. If you got something out of this interview, I'd love it if you could share this episode on social media. Likewise, if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them to let them know about the show and include the hashtag 7 summit There's nothing I love more than seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to my team and I. If you'd like to connect, go to copywritingthemselves.com.au or follow me on LinkedIn or Instagram under Scott Bywater. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.